This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two-minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian Pate. Hello. Bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the way they were. Hi Chantal. Hi Grania, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited about this week's couple. I'm very excited about this week's guests. That's right. I didn't lisp. I said guests. We've got a celebrity couple talking about a celebrity couple on today's episode. It's an historic occasion. What I'm very, do you know what I'm very excited about is that uh, right now you and I are going to be in Blackpool for your bachelorette party. So if anyone is in Blackpool today or this weekend, keep an eye out for a drunk American and a pretty sober, lovely Irish woman (laughs) and about 15 billion other girls hanging around Blackpool. I'm very excited. So have you sorted out your costume yet? That's what I need to know. I am not discussing that because I'm still hoping it's a joke because I'm not doing that. I don't even know who that person is. So I'm just ignoring it. I don't know how you would think I was joking when I said the theme of my Hindu and Blackpool is the poetry of Seamus Heaney. I don't know what's confusing. It's a classic 
Hindu idea. There's so many options. When I first read it, I was like, wait, this is a joke, right? <laughs> Actually, for a second, I was like, she, do I have to do this? I can't do this. You could go into it's a, a great... conflict, uh, the troubles, it was a the Blackberry. Coffin bit. The coffin bit. <laughs> a coffin, midterm break, a four-foot box, a foot for every year. There's a lot there. So keep an eye out, people, if you're in the Blackpool area. Come say hi. We'd love to we'd love to meet our fans, don't we, Grania? Yeah, we if we see any if you see any giant Seamus Heaney poppy or mashy heads, don't be that's shy. Us. That don't is shy. us. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of of words, I didn't see this email. Apparently we've got an, another letter, another email. Another we scroll. have a reply from the lovely, uh, lovely Lydia. If anyone, um, our listeners last week may recall that Lydia wrote in and apparently commented on my soothing voice, which I said she must be incorrect. Grain is one with the lilting tones. She replied and apparently it is Samoir with the, uh, and I quote, she loves the low husk of it. Oh. So, um, so Lydia, if you ever need me to read you a relaxing story for an ASMR, I'm happy to do it for very little payment. Five bucks. That's all it takes. I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap date. She also something, did something that we wish all of our listeners would do. She went to iTunes and left us a five-star review. Uh, and on Spotify, she nominated us for the Podcast Listener's Choice Award. Thank oh. you very much, Lydia. And she quite rightly said, uh, can I have my celebrity match now? God damn it! So I'm going to you, Grania. You, you, you come to me. But can you give our dear Lydia a celebrity match? Okay. Well, so we know Lydia has got very good taste. We know she's very kind. She likes good voices. She likes so she likes American voices American and she likes husky voices. Husky American voices, and she. You're from the the south. I don't think that's wrong of me to say. You're from the southern state (laughs) of America. So I think she wants, I think, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee. Now, Lydia, you lucky little devil. Tommy Lee Jones. He's born 55. (laughs) He'll always be 55 to me. I think he's about 98 now, but he's still 55, if you know what I mean. In the brains and everywhere in his loins, he's 55. That and is I a dream guy. I, and I don't know, in my head, I don't know where he's from. In my head, he's from Texas. Yeah, he's he prob- has very Texas vibes. Yeah, he's, you know, he smokes, he drinks. He's got Definitely. probably a really nice, ha- oh, he's 75. He's always annoyed about something. You know, he's irritated about something all the time. He's always, He says a lot of, God damn it. There's a lot of that coming out of his God mouth. God damn it, Lydia. Oh, oh, he'd be great. So Lydia, I hope you're happy with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee and Lydia. It's a match made in heaven, if you ask me. Lydia Lee. Lydia Lee, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my God, please. Everyone else, if you want this kind of star treatment, please (laughs) head to iTunes right now. Give us the amazing review that you want to give us. And uh, or better yet, give us the review and then also come see us in, in Blackpool this weekend and wave at us. And also, if there's any celebrity couples that we haven't covered so far that you're desperate to hear, do please let us know. And then we can let future guests know if you're stumped for anyone, here's some ideas from our amazing listeners. So yes, please do get in touch. We love listener letters, if you not notice it. <laughs> I think, I'm not sure if our listeners enjoy hearing about them, but tough. Are you going to hear about them every time? We love it. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that we love, we have, oh my God, incredible guests. Not one, but two. They two. are comedies golden couple a power couple if you will we have the fantastic hannah george and toby williams speaking of soothing voices toby williams Mm, the The way way they they were. were 
so we are very excited. We're a celebrity couple podcast, and this is the very first time we have a true comedy celebrity couple as guests. <laughs> this is a major true. moment. So we are very lucky to have Emmy award-winning comedy writer, even though she doesn't like to mention it, and podcast superstar, <laughs> Hannah George. Hello. Hi. Good to be here. And her hot arm candy husband, the incredible comedy writer and actor, Toby Williams. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> this is a real moment. So the intro is far too big. You've over-egged the pudding, Gronya, already. <laughs> This is I'm t- this is this is what we've been waiting for. This is very exciting. So you're a comedy celebrity couple. Do you feel like uh, and re- a recently wed comedy celebrity couple? Do you feel pressure in the spotlight? But we're not in the spotlight, Gronya. No, <laughs> no spotlight. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in a small little spotlight every month on a Monday in a in a half empty comedy club. That's about it, really. <laughs> I mean, I hasten to add that our uh, engagement was in Hello magazine. So perhaps oh. you're right, Gronia. Perhaps we are the uh, celebrity couple that you tried to book. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was so funny because it was literally because we got engaged like a week before lockdown. And then I put it on Twitter saying like, oh, you know, when better to get engaged at the beginning of a global pandemic. And then... Hello Magazine were just sort of picking up on romance during, like, the pandemic. So uh, without our permission, I would have said no, of course, but they used um, our picture. And Angela Barnes, she got engaged in the same week and she was in the same article. So I find that quite, uh, that's I mean, quite funny. I mean, Angela's a proper celebrity. big but... names. Wow, I love it. That's amazing. We can only that's... reach those dizzy heights. My goodness. It's a taste of the big time. So, but why didn't you then go with hello to cover your wedding then? If the Did engagement, they maybe I said them, I said specifically, don't talk to Gronya at the uh, ceremony. So they were there, but <laughs> I was just like, we don't want any little snippets from Gronya Maguire on there. But yes, no, they genuinely had no interest in us after the, um, you know, the initial. No, buzz. there was no big fat hello money. That, that's why there was a paying bar. Okay, it makes sense now. You insisted on that, Toby. You insisted. I did. That's my favourite thing, actually. Yes, my favourite part of the wedding was watching people queue up to pay for booze at my wedding. Skin comedians. It was brilliant. Well, so as always, Chantelle doesn't know your couple, but I think it's not so much for a spoiler. These are people who are both in the same industry. So I'm going to be really fascinated by how they've influenced your couple, you as a couple, or your insights on what that is like. So first of all, Chantelle, you need to guess who the couple is. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> I've heard nothing. Usually Grind is like, oh, you know, can I get anyone this week? Or, oh, it's a really big one. I've heard nothing about this couple at all. So I'm incredibly intrigued. I'm worried I'm not going to get it. I'm on a losing streak at the moment. Go on. Okay, here we go. So our golden couple got together in the dreamy year of 2012. Okay. Just a little reminder. It's Queen Elizabeth of England's Diamond Jubilee. The year David Cameron left his daughter in a pub and Keith <laughs> Lemon, the film, famously won Best Oscar at the award ceremony. Best Oscar at the Oscars. <laughs> the award ceremony. The award ceremony where they, what's the one where they give the Oscars out called? <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't the only magical event of that year because this podcast is how we remind you of how this skater girl 
got complicated, eh? <laughs> okay, so it's uh, it's um, it's Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yay! Nailed it. Good one. Good one. Good choice. It was the, um, Good choice. It was the A that gave it away. It was, eh? <laughs> I got the Avril, and I was like, well, it's either him or Derek. If I was the time wise, we knew. No, Derek was a lot earlier. So, and Derek ends a lot darker as well. So I'm glad it's Chad. So this is good. Was was this a joint decision? How did you come up with this couple? Who nearly made Who's them? Who's a big Nickelback fan? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a. Neither. We call ourselves Nickels, actually, and um, we. No, I'm not Nickel, a big Nickelbackians. Nickelbackians, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, it was. I'll uh, put it this way: it wasn't Toby. <laughs> to be fair, I I wasn't doing the work. I wasn't putting the work in, and I wasn't offering any suggestions. Do you have strong feelings about Avril and and? Chad. I have strong feelings about their music. I've got to say, I, I, I like them both. I'm more into death metal, but I'll I'll listen to a little bit of Nickelback, and I've been researching. I've been listening to a lot of Avril, and realizing that oh, actually, I, I like I've always liked her her tunes. Uh, Hannah, is this more of a you couple? When were you aware of Avril Lavigne and sure. Chad? Well, let's take it back. I mean, I first knew of Avril Lavigne when, the thing is, I looked at ages, because you know when you're sort of like, God, how old is that person? And she's like three years older than me. And I sort of discovered her when I was about, well, I suppose like 14. So when you're 14 and there's a 17-year-old, you're just like, oh my God, she's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and then Nickelback sort of felt a bit like the band that your friend's dad listened to. Yeah. So when I found out that like Nickelback and... No, he's not called Nickelback. Actually, when I, <laughs> when I was Googling like to find some more information about this, um, it, the first things that came up was like, who is Nickelback's wife? Like, I don't know why people just think he's called Nickelback. Uh, Chad Nickelback, yeah. Chad Nickelback, you know the guy. From um, school, yeah, from high school. The homecoming king. <laughs> Chad Nickelback. Um, but yeah, so I remember a, 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 quite a visceral feeling when I found out that they were a couple and they'd got married. And I found out about it, I think, maybe even they had been divorced by the time I found out about it because it didn't last very long, as we know. So I was kind of like, wow, that just feels like two completely different Mm -hmm. musical worlds Mm -hmm. and age groups as well, sure. So, yeah, to me, they were were an interesting interesting couple, I thought. And Hannah, you also were a teen rock star. (laughs) Do you think this is what... (laughs) made you feel such close affinity to Avril I mean I would I would dress as her certainly (laughs) I was the uh the lead singer in uh many bands Amnesty White Dragon Vina Carver um Exit 540 they were all Exit that's the best one Exit 540 just exit off the highway he saw once (laughs) (laughs) he'd be running that was when bottom of the barrel with the names oh I should just give this up actually I was (laughs) I always feel that Hannah should stress that White Dragon was spelled W-I-G-H-T and it wasn't a white supremacist band because w- it oh, does as in like Isle of White. Was it Isle yes. of White? Yeah, it was because we were on the Isle of White. And it was still a white supremacist band, but it was spelt <laughs> W-I-G-H-T. She's got to be very clear so was, about that. Was there a big rock scene on the Isle of Wight when you were a teenager that you were coming up in? <laughs> I mean, Gronia, the fact you have to ask is actually quite um, hurtful because, yeah... <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Isle of Wight Festival, Grania? It's a little <laughs> gathering I have every now and then. It's not just wet leg. It's everybody that came before them. It's, it's not just the levelers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yes, yeah. I mean, it was very much my teen years. So I do feel bad, Tobe, that I've kind of, I chose this couple because they, they mean slightly more to me in the sense that, yeah, that kind of um, just playing in bands, singing in bands, pretending I could play bass to get into one band, you know, that sort of thing. God, you literally were just like Avril. She did that. <laughs> she literally <laughs> right down to pretending to play bass. Oh, really? Great. Oh yeah, gosh, and all the so videos, she has a bass guitar just kind of there. When did you first hear about these people as a couple? These people. Avril and Nickelback. <laughs> oh, hang on. Well, I mean, I would have... Oh, I don't know. Was it when Hannah sure told been... you this I'm... is the couple? <laughs> I'm not sure I would have been on the on the magazines anymore um, on the old celeb mags um, mm. at that stage 20 you should explain Toby what, how you and Chantal know each other as well because it, on the old celeb mags it sounds like you're talking about when you were in them you know back in your uh, crazy years <laughs> and in the old, yeah, the old centrefolds in, uh, in Star magazine yeah yeah, um, we used to we used to work together on the on the picture desk, Toby and I. I mean, we worked oh. on picture desks and to just yeah, it was. That's uh, what it was, it was, you'll find a lot of comedians on picture desks. It's really strange. Picture desks in the, at that time were just full of desperate comedians. <laughs> we were two more of them. <laughs> some yeah. got out, some are still there. Who was your favorite couple when you were working for a picture desk? Did you have a couple that you enjoyed when they popped up? I mean, I, I definitely, and, I, and this is this is no word of a lie. I mean, and I know, I know there's a dark story to it, but I, I definitely remember really enjoying Avril Lavigne and Derek Wibley. Yeah, um, because he's called Derek Wibley, and I'm sure he's <laughs> had that for his entire life, and he doesn't need me piling on either. But it's it's, it's not the name of a rock star; it's a brilliant name, Derek Wibley. This <laughs> sounds like someone's a character played by Michael Cera or something, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Or William H Macy. I feel like we, if you came up with that as a name, your your producer would say it's a bit on the nose. We need to change. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's overwritten. <laughs> Trust the audience will get the subtext if yeah, he's getting something else. Okay, so before we do a deep dive into this very rock and roll couple, I know what you're thinking. Sure, they're superstars, but what about their star signs? Well, so Avril <laughs> is. September 27th, so she's a Libra. Mm -hmm. Don't know if that means anything to anybody. And Chad, 15th of November, he's a Scorpio. He's oh. a Scorpio. Uh oh. Oh, is that is that trouble? Does that? Yeah, oh. Scorpios are meant to be bad news, apparently. Yeah, we've, oh, had, them, we've had them before. <laughs> he's got the exact same date of birth as my brother actually 15th of november Ooh. so um and he was the uh he was the lead guitarist in exit uh, in exit 540 oh, of course so, he was yeah. they always as, as are you know. hannah as you guys know yeah <laughs> so you're about to find out exactly what it'll be like to date your brother <laughs> great <laughs> just pure from the star sign point of view so uh you know buckle in you're going to process a lot so what do you think, according to the stars above, is the compatibility rating of these two dreamers? Hannah, what do you think? Out of 100%, what do you think the stars give them as a match? Wow, based on their star signs. Libra <laughs> and Scorpio. A Libra and a Scorpio. I'm going to say, I mean, you've already said Scorpio is bad news, so I'm going to say maybe 12%. Oh, yikes. Toby, what do you think? Wow. I mean, I th um, but they're really good friends still, aren't they? Um, oh. And they sort of, I think it sort of turned out that they were sort of more friends than the lovers. Don't know why I said that like that. Friends and lovers. It's perfectly, it's a horrible word, actually. Uh, sounds creepy when I say it. Friends and married couple. I reckon maybe 50% because they obviously get on. Okay. You say 50%. Chantal, what do you think? I'm going to sort of be different and go 78%. 
Ooh, yeah. Can I say fifty-three? Sorry, just to be, yeah, because we're saying <laughs> being precise. Yeah, sorry about well, that. Well, according to their horoscopes, it says their sex life can be incredibly emotional and demanding. For the pull of their energies is extremely strong, makes them both obsessive and possessive to one another. They will both often get so tied with their relationship, it seems impossible to break. These ties are created through their physical contact, even if everything else in the relationship makes them deeply unsatisfied. <laughs> 45%. Oh, wow. So Toby oh, wins. But it seems to be the exact opposite of what Toby said. They, all they, According to the stars, all they have is yeah. sexual chemistry, yeah. not much more. Yeah. Just horn so maybe, with nothing in common. Yeah, maybe horoscopes are just bullshit maybe I don't know just an idea <laughs> I just feel but bad for, for Hannah finding out her, her brother is a horn dog <laughs> yeah do you know what it, it, come, it came as a shock to the whole family but um, I have texted the, uh, the family whatsapp and no one's got back to me yet but yeah. uh, yes so wow okay 45% but that's 45%. interesting then because that's mostly just just about boning wasn't it yeah so, and okay. she seemed so like such a tomboy. Who'd have thought? No, the, the tomboys not like sex. <laughs> well, I don't know. She seems quite like oh, I'd rather like just smoke cigarettes and I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she, my- she famously said, "See you later, boy." So that doesn't seem like a come on, does it? <laughs> no. True. Oh, I don't know, but that, that's that's the girl that did ballet saying, "See you later, boy." Not that's not right. Yeah. Oh, so maybe if you actually interested in Avril Lavigne, he doesn't actually pay attention. Whoops, Daisy, giving himself away. <laughs> well, let's, so let's have a look at the background of these couples. Now, what I will say is, it was a lot easier to find stuff on Avril than it was on Chad, which will become obvious in a second. So, this is. Did you ever Avril? try looking at that uh, photograph of Chad? Because he tells you to do that at the start of that song. He just says, look at this photograph. And it's him as a, as a, as a teenager. No, nobody, nothing. No. Massive, massive. Nope, you can cut that out, producers. I don't know the, big, the best meme of 2010. That was absolutely enormous and all over the internet. They were all too busy winning Emmys. So whatever, go on. <laughs> Abby, the producer, has just written in that she knows it. You know what I'm talking about, Abby. Sorry, I'm just, just too cool with the kids. Does he set yeah. fire to it or something? Oh, God, just go on, Grania. The oldies are trying too hard now. Come on, continue. <laughs> okay, boomers. Classic, classic meme. <laughs> so, Avril Lavigne, she comes from, um, she she came from quite like a religious family. So, her dad played in a church rock band. They discovered quite early on that she's really talented. She's a really good singer. They started really pushing her career. She started off as sort of a, a country religious sort of pop singer she sang on stage with Shania Twain and oh. then and that then... don't impress me much <laughs> hey. come on guys high fives all around there thank you are. thank you nobody did that for the podcast listeners absolutely nobody <laughs> <laughs> and then she was discovered and she became um sort of like the anti-Britney Spears. That was her whole thing when she started. Like, she's a real tomboy. She wasn't girly like the other so pop stars of the time. She was still, crucially, white, thin and very attractive, just so, just to be clear. So, she's just like them. She just wore different clothes. That was it. And the clothes, by the way, were still quite tight. So don't worry, yeah. guys. You can still get a boner off of her. So. She wore eyeliner and a tie over a vest top. <laughs> She, you she were describing qu- Hannah George, <laughs> basically 20, 2004. That, that right? Was... <laughs> oh, the tie! Jesus, no, I've never I seen without it. <laughs> I 
wore, I wore a tie over a Superman t-shirt. That's right. Um, yeah. It was a vibe. She did start, I mean, it was. She did start a real vibe with that. It wasn't just you, Hannah. On a serious note as well, like as somebody who was never girly growing up, like it was exciting to see someone like Avril Lavigne who kind of dressed like me and my friends and not be, you know, that sort of Britney Spears thing, which I couldn't relate to. I can relate to Britney way more now, but like I can't like couldn't back then. So, yeah, it was quite uh, it was quite cool. I I, I was a fan. <laughs> Would you I say was. you can relate to Britney Spears more now? Is that because you've recently got married and people are really scared it's not going to work out? <laughs> Well, we were both in Hello Magazine. <laughs> so it's not looking good. So all I could find on the internet about Chad is somebody met him once when he came into the cinema that she worked at. <laughs> somebody met him. <laughs> it was Same one person. of these it was one of these like interactions with famous people and this person said I served Chad Kroger when I worked at a cinema. He came in at a quiet time and was just a nice chilled out bloke. He asked for recommendations on places to get food nearby and he happily signed a couple of autographs for staff. Classic Canada. That's the one thing they haven't got. They're both Canadian and he's a classic, normal, a Canadian nice guy named fucking Chad. Of course he is. Was he going to see a film or did he go like, I know who knows about good restaurants and that's cinemas. <laughs> like, what was he, what was he thinking? So, oh, that's nice though. I love that. I always think that like, it's really nice to hear from somebody who's got no sort of like horse in the race to say, do you know what? I met the celebrity and they were nice. It's more fun to hear when they're absolute assholes, <laughs> but it's also sort of how lovely to know. If, if he has behaved badly, the internet has not yet found out basis. Right. There are some people that you want to hear are absolute a-holes, but a lot of the time you sort of, you hear people have worked with, people that you really admire and you're really relieved when they go, oh, they're, they're really nice. And you're like, mm. oh, who would nice. you love, who would you love if it turned out they were a complete arsehole, Toby? Ooh, oh, we, we were just discussing this today, weren't we? Uh, Ainsley yeah. Harriet. <laughs> if he was, uh, it was, it was, because we were watching this thing with him and Grace Dent because they're on the, they're on the Isle of Wight. Mm. So the, we only watch things about the Isle of Wight. Mm. Um, <laughs> And uh, obviously they seemed to like go on quite well and we just thought it'd be hilarious if they despised each other in real real life. If he was like, I'm not going to dance while I'm shaking these peppers, thanks very much. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> with, me, with your flamboyant sprinklings. Yeah, I'm a gourmet chef. <laughs> so Avril, her first big romance is... When she's 19, she starts dating some 41, Derek Wibley. They got married and everything, right? So so they began dating when Avril was 19. They've been friends since she was 17. Again, another Canadian boy. She then loves Canucks. She's proud. She's a proud Canadian yeah. gal. They got engaged 2005. Then they got married a year later. Now, I don't know, Hannah, if you had feelings about it, but I remember the time it was very controversial because she was supposed to be this punk alternative girl. And then when she got married, it was in this big white dress and it was super traditional and people were a bit disappointed. Oh, interesting. Do you know what? Having just done that myself in the sense that I sort of like went for a, a, a white wedding dress. I went for a veil. I never thought I'd have a veil, but I kind yeah, of but just you, thought... You had a huge tie on there as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I liked it. <laughs> sort of like brought the whole look together, I thought. 
big kid. Well, sounds good to mix business and romance. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to be smart for you. Um, so yeah, and I'm sort of like you know not the girliest of girls. So I kind of, but I also don't have a legion of fans going like she should be wearing jeans. Um, I think do what you like on your wedding day. You know, good for her is what I'm saying. Well, she does. She is, even though her persona is very like rock punk and all that. She does come from quite like a christian traditional background so maybe that was an element too but sadly yeah. they didn't last very long in 2019 levine filed for divorce saying i'm very grateful for a time together and i'm grateful and blessed for our remaining friendship so this seems to be like a theme she stays friends with all her exes she's very is she not, good is she on good terms with all of them yeah good for Avril. it seems that yeah yeah do you think that's oh. just sort of them, her being sensible, or is it like Canadian niceness? Could be, that could be that she just dates people that she likes, if you see what I mean. <laughs> she keeps dating people that should be her friends. And also, she dates a lot within music. And I assume music is a small world. And YouTube or comedians... Have you, you've stayed, have you stayed in good terms with exes and other people in comedy? Or is it like, do you ever like go into a writer's room and be like, oh dear, whose heart have I broken in this place? <laughs> oh, the, the list, it was not, it's not even a list. It's a, it's a couple of names and we're still, yeah, some, um, yeah, we're still friends. Yeah. Well, I've, I've never gone out with anyone apart from Toby. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, sorry, no, neither right. I've never been out with anyone else apart from Hannah. So, uh. <laughs> And, and vice versa. Did our so... time together mean nothing, Toby? I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I always definitely... have Star Magazine. That's what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been like, I'm friends with my exes and like one oh. of them I remember we went I went to the pub and met up with him and Toby came with me and actually we saw him in um, Copenhagen as well didn't we we're like you know you and him actually have more in common than me and him so it's kind of like oh yeah we, 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 we look very similar as well that's so chic I've got that's to so tell. chic that's so it's like so European my husband yeah, I mean, and I my own lover I, I sat and watched um Sarah and Duck with his son in Danish. Yeah, it was very, uh, very European. <laughs> in my in my head, you're all smoking cigarettes. It's amazing. Yeah. Must no, have been just, blowing just, it just into the, child. the child's face. Yeah, just the child was smoking. <laughs> very Danish. So after Derek, she began dating the Hill star Brody Jenner. Oh yeah, and... I forgot about her and Brody. Yeah, so they dated yeah. for two years, and then she became work began working. On music with a certain Canadian musician, Chad Kroger. Mm-hmm. So this so is how, how she old just were they? Were okay. the ages? So this was in 2012. So oh my god, now I'm gonna. So she was. Oh no, she was 27, and Chad was 37. Thank oh, well, you. That, I think that's when that's that when now. he proposed. I think. Okay. So this, ten, year, ten year age difference, disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so this is what she said. This is what the mindset she said in an interview. I actually said before we started dating, I want to date someone ten years older than me, and he's exactly ten years older than me. It's nice. He's got it together. He's mature. He's done his thing. He's lived life. He's been around the world on tour. He's Canadian, and I'm Canadian, and we have a lot in common. She's so into Canadian. <laughs> Bonkers. Everything's about being Canadian. I like it. Lots of them are like that. 
And that sounds like I'm I'm with it. Do you guys think that's a the way she was thinking was a clever way? I think that's clever. It sounds like that that logic stands up to me. Yeah, I like it, but I've never yeah. sort of gone like Toby's British, I'm British. <laughs> like you just don't feel the same kind of thing. Yeah, the patriotism bit is weird, but then Canadians have a bit of um they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder about being Canadian, don't they? You know? What and really, they should have some patoon on their shoulder. <laughs> there, goes our, there goes our Canadian listenership. <laughs> she mispronounced it, man. Fuck this podcast. I'm deleting it. Oh, no, that's a bit rude. Never mind. I'll keep it. <laughs> I literally only got what you meant because you mispronounced it so bad. <laughs> so I think she means the chips. But, uh... <laughs> Don't call them chips. <laughs> so there's an age gap. There's an age gap there. So she says, because he's older than me, he's got his life together. Yeah, I like so, that. Hannah, was that your experience? Because there's an age gap between you and Toby. Do you think he's sort of experienced? He's more well, sensible. Well, the twist is Toby does not have his life together. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> it was, I don't know, I like the way that she's gone into it going, I want somebody who is 10 years older than me because I think they're going to be more mature, they're going to be more together. But for me, I didn't sort of like go out going, oh, I've got to sort of find somebody a little bit older. In fact, when I, well, I met Toby years and years and years ago, but then I went to your birthday party, I remember when we first sort of like, sort of got back in touch. And I remember just being like, I wonder how fucking old he is because I didn't know. <laughs> and I was like, it's his birthday. It's the it perfect time to, to find really out. Old. Were you counting yeah. the candles on his cake? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really There's so many. No, I'm, a, I'm a one candle on the birthday cake kind of guy. That's how old I am. <laughs> it keeps the mystery though. It's quite good. Yeah, well, I'm so, still still one. So here's where it gets spooky because this isn't the first time that she met Chad. She actually met Chad on the, for the first time the very same night she met Derek, her first husband. <gasps> She oh, met the scandal. first met um, Derek. She said, I made out with him the first day I met him. He gave me a shot of Jaeger and I had a tie on. It was back in the days <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Is I she was 19. Yeah. Actually, she's in there. She I had a tie on. She had a, so she like... had a tie on for about five, six years, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember I'm, I had a tie on? What, what, I remember she counts eras. It was the tie era. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I was 17. As I was getting carried out of the bar, I saw Chad from Nickelback. Isn't that funny? So she was too immature when she first met him. She had to go through a party years with Derek. Mm. Then when she became an adult, she's like, now I want to marry an adult man. How about that boring old fart that was leaving when I was going wasted at the party? Huh. Let's see what he's up to. What's the legal drinking age in Canada? Oh, God. Listen, Nark, know, are you going to try and get out for <laughs> Arrested. I'm going to get all Wibbers. Get Wibbers in trouble for playing teenagers with Jaeger. I think it's 18 because I remember someone telling me that they would go from. It might actually, I say I remember someone telling me, I might have seen this on a stand up special, but I remember them saying that um, that they would go from like where they lived in America, like through a tunnel into Canada so they could drink because you can when they were 18. It was like the Mexico of the North, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you were suddenly... I mean, I can't imagine not being able to drink to your 21. That just feels crazy. It is crazy, doesn't make is it? Is it because of the Isle of Wight, the age of drinking is 12, isn't it? <laughs> it was the same in Basingstoke as well. Basingstoke was 12. And then <laughs> but drinking in the streets was 12. And then when, when you wanted to go into a pub at 14, that was, that was fine as well. <laughs> 
Well, so Avril and Chad, they start working together in March 2012 to write and record music for Living fifth album so there's chemistry and this is where it's getting very romantic they've only so they got engaged one month and six days after meeting whoa one month and six days canadians don't mess about and this is how he did it they were working on the album and he took a polaroid photo of himself with a massive 14 carat engagement ring and And then did he say look at this photograph (laughs) (laughs) he got to know this meme guys <laughs> to anyone listening, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Go on. Pause the podcast, Google that meme, then press play again. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should do that right now. <laughs> he took a Polaroid photo of himself with a massive 14 carat engagement ring and put it in Levine's studio scrapbook. He spelled out, Will you marry me with stickers? Then got on one knee in the live room and popped the question. Oh, that's cute. But also, she has a studio scrapbook. Is that a thing that musicians have? Scrapbooks. I'm into that. <laughs> I love that. I love that he took a like a Polaroid picture of like the thing he had in his pocket. Like, why did it, what? I like I mean, it for him. It's quite sweet. How did who proposed to you? What's your <laughs> stickers? What, what? That's the sticking point for Toby. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. know what you mean. For somebody who's meant to be all about maturity, this did seem to be going a bit backwards for Avril and for Chad. To be honest, so sort of, yeah, sort of. Do you think it was a bit like a hostage sketch or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I take it yours wasn't the height of romance then, Toby. Did you presume? Did you, I presume you proposed to Hannah, correct? I did propose to Hannah. I proposed to Hannah in Margate. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> Margate's a very beautiful town. Um, no, not about Margate, pro- about the proposal. Oh. <laughs> board effort for Margate. Well, it's a seaside town on the east coast of the UK. Uh, it's got a very nice beach and actually a sea, a sea, uh, a seawater pool. So you had, you had, was it you had a sense that the world was about to lock down? So you wanted to lock this yes. one in. Well, because ideally, because we uh, we went to Iceland once and we loved it so much, we always planned on going back, and I kind of always planned that Iceland would be the place to propose and then it's sort of we were in Margate and then it's and then sort of it's <laughs> the Iceland of England that we, we probably wouldn't be going to Iceland for for a while yeah it's the country Iceland the country yes mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have taken me to Iceland in Margate that would have been a right real miss Mr. Trick and wasted a lot more money <laughs> Thank you for saying wasted. <laughs> I mean, the lot more money was also a lie. Um, so I, how yeah, did you do it? How did you propose? I proposed in the Airbnb. I think I woke her up to do it. She was livid. <laughs> no, it was in front of the in front of the log burner in the Airbnb, and uh, it was. Well, it's not. It's not up to me, Seth. It's very sweet, or not? Is it? It's, uh... The log burner. Really, the way you said log burner sounds like a euphemism for something. Yeah. <laughs> also, Same I thought here. you were going to say in front of pointless because I remember falling asleep in front of pointless. So... <laughs> <laughs> and then you came back in. Yeah, and no, it was. It was very sweet, and also like with the um, the ring thing as well. Is it's like I would have like I, I would hate to have a really expensive ring. I know that sounds like something who somebody who haven't I mean, hasn't it, had it, an it expensive ring. Before. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 I know. But I kind of feel like a... Also, they say that, like, isn't it that the ring should be, like, a month's salary? And the thing yeah. is, when you're freelance, that can be 10 grand. Anything. Or it can be nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
It was a bad month, apparently. <laughs> no, it's a lovely. It was a very lovely. bad month. Um, <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, because I, I remember, I remember it from my angle. But was the telly still on or not? I don't. Or did they turn it off? I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. It'd be very us if the if the telly was on. Be, I mean, <laughs> Do you remember Richard Osman's face at any yeah. stage while you're proposing? I mean, I, ideally, it would have been Tipping Point because that is the the best show on daytime television. So they got engaged one month and six months, six days after meeting. Then they got yeah. married the following year at a medieval castle in the south of France on Canada Day. Of course, yes. fucking hell, these two in Canada. <laughs> Jesus, I love that. I love that for them. And this, I think, is what fans were quite happy about. Instead of the traditional white gown that she wore to her first wedding, this one she wore a big black gothic gown yes i remember that yeah, black. Well she and really she even had her bouquet was was black roses or something yeah. wasn't it Ooh. i think yeah she's so dark it's such a basic idea of the opposite of white it's black you know? it's like zero <laughs> creativity like you know, red or purple um, she was wearing a simpsons tie there wasn't she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and simpsons socks because yeah uh, exactly she's a bit out there guys she is wacky <laughs> Famously, when they got together, they issued, well, they penned a list of self-imposed rules for relationship success. Wow. Yes, yes. So I don't know if you and Toby and Hannah, I don't know if you guys have settled on your marriage rules, but these were Avril and Chad's. They were to have a set schedule. We don't spend more than two weeks apart. No oh, drinking. I thought, you said a, I thought you said a sex schedule. That's what I thought at first as well. Yeah. <laughs> well I was getting really excited I mean, we definitely have one this. of those. Yeah, obviously. Who doesn't? That's what you do on the first date. <laughs> yeah, Christmas and birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> then no drinking when apart. We don't drink when we're what? apart ever, yeah. even if we're apart what? for weeks. I feel like that's an Avril rule because I bet you Derek did loads of stuff with mm-hmm. that about drugs and alcohol stuff when they were apart and she didn't want to repeat that mistake again. That's well, my Well, maybe because the third rule is no nightclubs. Y- yeah, you see, this is all very connected. Basically, don't cheat yeah. on me, please. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the we rule. Saw- I mean, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's literally is. I mean... And, and I did I did sort of read about this. And, uh, Chad said, like, we, we don't drink when we're apart, ever. We don't want to go anywhere that you're asking for trouble. That's so... It's literally so like, I'm married, hint, but, if, but if I go somewhere and see someone, yeah. I might accidentally have sex with them. Yeah, hint, what? hint, we don't trust each other or ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, zero, zero trust if you have to have that rule. Also, Jesus, yeah. I mean, Hannah and I never want to be apart from each other, but when we have to be, um, we, we drink incessantly. Oh. Yeah, that's all you do. That's why you go apart. <laughs> yeah. Also, we have that... We, we actually have that rule about no nightclubs, but that's just because neither of us like nightclubs. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By default, we, um, <laughs> we stick to that one. But yeah, that's like, yeah, oh God, now I like love big, drinking. Like, seems like a real red flag if you have to make rules that all seem to amount to don't spend any time apart from me. And if you do, don't have fun. I mean, that's pretty bad, isn't it? And these, I mean, and they didn't work because they didn't stay together. So these aren't these aren't rules for success, guys. <laughs> We've said, we're still very, Avril and Chad, this is their golden period. Now, imagine we have a time machine and we're back 10 years ago. You get a phone call. It's Avril and Chad. They're in town. They want to double date. What do you imagine a night out with Avril and Chad being like? 
I mean, a lot of drinking in nightclubs, I suppose. Because... <laughs> they haven't been out in ages. Having their fill, yeah. yeah. I'd go for it. I think that'd be quite fun. They seem like a couple of nice people. I'd like to get really shit faced with um, Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger. I think that would be. I think that would be quite fun. I think they probably have quite a lot of stories. Not all of them interesting, perhaps. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we haven't but mentioned I... their um, their amazing portmanteau yet of uh, of Chavril. Chapel. Oh, I mean that's oh, yeah. a reason to stay together. <laughs> it's better than Hobie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's Hobie or Tanner, isn't it? Tanner. Um, Tanner's yeah. better. Both of which sound like uh, Chad Kroger's younger brother. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner, Tanner Kroger. Hobie they, Kroger. Yeah. So it's it like they have so much in common. They are both Canadian. They're both musicians. Mm. They that's both... the end of that. <laughs> She said she wanted somebody 10 years older. He is 10 years older. But it didn't seem to last because, very sadly, in 2015, so less than just two years after their wedding, they announced their separation via their Instagram accounts. So they were only together for like three years in total? Is that all? They burnt brightly. Mm. God, it felt like they were together for ages. I think everyone was so fascinated by them. That's bonkers. Yeah, it's so quick. I, mean, I don't know, don't know what contributed to it. I did. I did read that um, Avril had uh, Brody tattooed beneath her <gasps> her right breast, which is probably quite off-putting, isn't it? If, I, if every time um, <laughs> Hannah and I got into bed and there was just a Graham writ large <laughs> under under Hannah's right, it couldn't be too large be like... under my breast. To be fair, <laughs> 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 I right, only go out with people called. Yeah, Tom. Oh no, no, I spelled his name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, that would be that would be that'd be the most disturbing. Well, it's a different Tom. Promise. Yeah, people think it was after Brody Jenner, but what they didn't realise that under her left breast she had tattooed the prime of Miss Jean. <laughs> what a build up! All for that punchline. I know. She's a big three minutes. Big mules. Please edit that out. <laughs> God, like half the podcast took so long to finally get there. Well done, Toby. Yes. We're all proud. That's also, I love having, like, having recorded so many podcasts, people always say, please edit that out. You're the first one I've ever heard to say, please don't edit that out. That's great. That's a new please one. Please don't edit podcast. everything I said out. <laughs> also, I read that she had a D, I think, tattooed in a heart on her wrist or something, I, b- I believe for Derek. So for Derek. she's very quick to get a tattoo of a guy's name. Did she um, have anything for Chad? Maybe that's the issue for him. He was like, uh, where's my ink? Mm. <laughs> and after two yeah. years, he was like, well, fuck this. You're not getting inked up for me. I guess I'm out. So he left, which I agree with, mm. Chad. So Hannah, why do you think it didn't work? Obviously, without being at the heart of the relationship, I don't know. I think maybe they rushed into it. I think rushing into marriage is maybe not a... Not a good thing because after a month and six days, you know, you're not living together. You don't know that somebody is going to sort of come into the bathroom when you're having a bath, take a shit and like, you know, wash his hands in the bath. You don't know if that's going to happen. You. <laughs> but, you know, there's things that you need to know about someone. So I think they just maybe didn't know each other. Yeah. Hannah didn't well know enough. that she liked that until I did it. <laughs> That's a new kink I've just discovered. Thank you, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Hannah, anytime. (laughs) Do you think it was hard that both being musicians, do you think 
I, what do you I think, don't know. They're both incredibly successful. Yeah. So that kind of that sort of does. I mean, I don't. That doesn't necessarily allay jealousy, does it? With anything, but yeah. I mean, maybe what Hannah said is kind of almost like based on infatuation when you're in the in the sort of early stages of something. But obviously, that... they're still friends, so you know, it's uh, it's difficult. Do you think that she just one day, like she'd met him and like fallen in love with him, and obviously they met in the studio, and so they'd been so busy like making music together that she sort of never got around to really listening to his Nickelback music. And then one day she put it on and was like, oh, I can't have sex with him again. Shit. And that was the end of that. And they just became friends. And she's like, I can never have sex with this man again. He sings these songs. Leave and it's happened Nickelback to the best of us. Alone. <laughs> Do you think it, the fact that they're both in the music industry, maybe like both of you in the comedy industry, do you think... Are you able to talk about like comedy and stuff when you're together or are you able to like leave that? Do you think that can be quite suffocating if you work in the same industry as your partner? No, I think it's quite useful, actually. It's, we both, because Hannah's a, more of a writer now and I'm more of a, an actor, but we still have the, you know, the, the base in comedy and um, it helps us understand each other's work and schedule and, and life and, and whatever. I think, I think it's really useful. I mean, we don't really talk about anything else apart from comedy, do we? No, very, very <laughs> comedy heavy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Toby didn't even know I had a brother until tonight. So, um... <laughs> Two, apparently. <laughs> Tom under the left and Ned under the right. <laughs> Ned. Um, but I think, like, another thing which is great is that we kind of came inbuilt with the same friends in a way. Like, so we Ooh. sort of knew all the same people. So we have a great shorthand, which I won't tell you who means what, but, you know, we'll say, oh, that was a bit that or whatever. <laughs> so we can, like, just have a nice sort of, like, shorthand and know the same people, which I think is really good. I think it's great to meet somebody in the same industry, I think. That's a really, really... unusual um, opinion, so I'm glad to hear that. And that's also risky having all the same friends. That kind of puts a lot of pressure on your friend, on your relationship because, like, at least if it's a person with completely new people, if you break up with them, you're like, well, that's his friends. I'll never see them again. But it's all your friends. You have to like, have your friends pick and choose who they're going to side with. Yeah. So like, if anything ever goes wrong, your friends are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> neither of us want Gronya, which is kind of <laughs> I, I don't have you. to take her. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the big Chad and Avril split, who do you think got Celine? Who got Celine? Celine? Oh right. <laughs> Who got, one got Brian? Celine, one got, Who got, one got Brian? <laughs> well, she got Shania. She already had Shania. Yeah, yeah. So she definitely got Shania. As long as, as long as you know, Alanis is still talking to you. I think. Yeah. Uh, um, I think so- Chad probably got Jim Carrey or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, they sadly split, but they stayed in very good friends. They were each other's date on Valentine's Day the year after. They really? got divorced. Wow. Yeah, they arrived at an event together on Valentine's Day. She's well, still not a good really way close. to get laid. Just turn up with your ex. <laughs> good luck getting laid on Valentine's with that. Is it because they both wanted to drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Do the rules? The rules still yeah, apply? Yeah, the rules still apply. Rules still apply. Rules of marriage. Binding <laughs> vows. 
So after the split, Avril had a lot of health complications and she said that her friendship with Chad and his support from his family really helped her through it. She said, he took me under his wing. He got me in the studio. He recorded me. He was very encouraging. He helped me with some of the songs that I wrote because he's such a good songwriter. I'd be stuck in a lyric or stuck in a part and he'd help me finish the song if I couldn't and he would record it. He'd just always been a cheerleader of mine and, and always been such a huge fan. He's in my corner. He's on my side and he's always been really great oh why couldn't they make it work these two exactly so yeah i mean that sounds like a great relationship right she even went so far as to defend him on twitter after mark zuckerberg made a joke slagging (gasps) off his band Oh, Zuckerberg, those in glass houses. I mean, come on. Talk about pot kettle black. Jesus, Zuckerberg and Nickelback. Those are brothers in in, in the arena of uncool. They're Zuckerberg and Nickelback. Jesus. And so uh, Avril, she, she had a lot of health problems, but her big comeback was when she performed for the first time in three years at a Nickelback concert in Los wow. Angeles. Come on. These two, my God. So since the split, Avril started dating billionaire Philip Sarafim. Then she broke up with him. And then she was dating a musician Pete, Pete Jonas. I'm assuming oh. not the comedian Pete Jonas. <laughs> 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 and then she began dating Mod's son. He's a oh, yeah. musician. And they oh, became actually, engaged. Whose who's, who's name is also Derek. She likes Derek. She likes Canadians. And they're yeah. engaged now, aren't they, her They're and now engaged. Yeah, that recently happened, yeah. I just don't, I don't want to just gloss over this billionaire. Well, Same, cool. right? <laughs> was, he, just... was he, like, not Canadian? What was the problem? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I are, think... are the rest of these guys Canadian or not? Modson. I'm going to Google him right now. I don't think Modson is Canadian, which is a big departure for Avril. Mm. He's American. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! Talk about selling out. She's just—I don't know. She's growing. She hasn't done well with Kenex so far, to be honest. In her defense, maybe she's realized that's the problem. Only one Canadian per relationship. Yeah, fame. That's what they famously say. Yeah, only one Canadian per relationship. Mm. He's. What about uh, Chad? Has he got with anyone else? He just was there. I'm, I cannot explain how hard it was to find anything about Chad on. He's a private the man. He's a private man. The only thing I find was that time he went into the cinema and was very polite to everybody who was there. <laughs> That's the only back to the thing I could find. <laughs> That's all he's been doing since they broke up is just being nice in cinemas. <laughs> he's an asshole in gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, do you think it, if you, when you and Toby get divorced, do you think you'll stay sure. on as good terms as, as these two? Well, it depends, depends what happens, doesn't it? Depends, oh, it does. depends what Hannah does to make me divorce her. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't imagine, I don't imagine we'll be writing songs about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be too busy Tortured in the nightclub drinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Toby will get a great Edinburgh show out of it. Um, no, we uh, intend to stay together until Toby dies. <laughs> so exactly. It's, okay. that, is, that is the most likely outcome of this marriage. Oh, so you got, what, 10 years top? So you'll still be young then, Hannah, as well. So that's great. I'm just looking forward to those kind of years in my 80s, those slutty cruise years. Oh, lovely. Nothing like an old whore. Yeah. (laughs) 
what my mom always said. <laughs> so famously, with every split, there are winners, there are losers. Those triumph and those ones. There's that one person in a couple where their friends really worry about them. So in the big split between Skate Girl, Avril Lavigne and Nickelback's Chad, which one do you think thrived and who do you think simply survived? Hannah, we'll get your vote first. I do feel like they both probably thrived, but I feel like maybe Avril thrived a bit more because I think if you are sticking up for somebody on sort of yeah. Twitter from Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> on a massive sort of stage, you're sort of saying, hey, I don't think this person can take that, actually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's nice to stick up for your yeah. friends, but sometimes if you stick up for them too much, yeah. it's a bit like let them fight their own battle. So maybe she has thrived and he has just survived just based okay. On that, oh, I like good psychological Ooh, reasoning. It's to- true. Yeah. Toby, um, what do you think? Well, I mean, Avril's what released two albums, I think, since they split up. Nickel, I think Nickelback has released one album, but it was a while ago, wasn't it? The last album. I do you know what? I think there's no there's no winners and there's, there's no be. losers because nope, they're still friends. not allowed. Binary has to be a winner. Um, well, I mean, there's no, there's, we don't know anything about Chad, so maybe oh my God. Could, it could be good, could be bad. But that, I mean, it has to be Avril, doesn't it? Because Chad's sort of disappeared off the face of the earth, but <laughs> but maybe that's what he wanted. <laughs> I don't know. So it's un- I you, think it's you, Avril. Unanimous, Are you yeah. Right, Chad? I, you okay? I think it's Avril. But yeah, if anyone has seen Chad Kroger, this has now become a missing persons podcast. If anyone knows what's up with Chad, and it's to all of our Canadian listeners still listening after the whole poutine debacle earlier on <laughs> let us know if you've seen Chad check out your local cinema please do if you please spot do. him I mean, no. yeah it's just I become think, a true think, crime podcast now yeah. I think Chad Kroger's <laughs> Wikipedia entry like almost qualifies as, as a stub <laughs> there's nothing in there it's just a lot of like his musical influences but nothing about nothing about what's how how's Chad what's happening with Chad yeah. Yeah. if you want those 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 questions answered you'll be disappointed <laughs> Before we let you go, we have got one very important question that we oh yes we, we need do to help with. we get to ask both of you this. Um, oh. Yeah, that's right. Get your listening ears on, guys. Uh, we need to find a <laughs> one of our favorite um, one of our favorite favorite people is unbelievably single. We are obsessed with her, as is everyone, and we don't think she necessarily needs someone, but simply deserves to be loved by someone. So put your thinking caps on. Can you think of anyone who can be up to the level of? date the one the only share oh okay is tim burton single it's just well, but- this thing anybody's single for sure because anybody if their partner could be with sure would would step aside exactly maybe they just look too much alike maybe possibly it's- nope we yeah. have to as Grania always wisely says you got to go with your gut go yeah. with the first thing that pops your, to your head tim burton know. is an interesting one your bones know <laughs> I'd rather to, him. I'd rather her become his new muse. Yes. Oh yeah. wow. She could be the next Edward Scissorhands. That's what I'm saying. Snip out of it. <laughs> 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 Amazing, Hannah. Can you top that? 
Oh, God. And I've had a little bit of time to think as well, which is always uh, embarrassing because I was kind of like, oh, I was trying to think of someone with a great portmanteau. So I was like, oh, if there was someone <laughs> called Harold Over, they would be Overshare, which would be great. Am I right? And then oh, I was yeah. thinking, is there somebody called File? And it's like File Share. <laughs> so you, you just sat there making up bad names with Share. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, what else can you share? Um, <laughs> It, or a bloke called Steve, and it's nice to. It's nice to share. Stop um, well, um, Jonathan Price. Ah, oh. share price. Share, share price. price. Jonathan share price. price. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Teamwork. Right, Teamwork. Let's cut all of that out. Out, and then, guys. Um, actually, <laughs> no. Let's let's leave it all in. Jonathan Price. Nice. Love Jonathan Price. Just for just for the name. Yeah, sure. But he's got very, he's got like that whole sort of like actor, old fashioned actor. Mm. I'm sure they go to loads of like theatre bars together. Mm. Yeah, oh, she would like it. He'd he'd like be a raconteur. She'd just get drunk in the corner. Perfect. Mm. Oh, yeah, these are wild good. choices. Yeah, yeah. He'd also look good. Well a stride, uh, uh, a ship's cannon, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd be As talking to Ian McKellen. She'd be just like grinding up on the cannon. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely magnificent. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Our first celebrity couple. Please Very stop exciting. saying that. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> well, after you've been on this podcast, trust me, you are yeah. a celebrity now. You get ready, guys, for the stalkers are coming. <laughs> um, a pleasure. Where can our listeners find you? Is there anything you've got coming up? Hello Magazine, I guess. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is pinned to my profile. Um, No, it's not. I, uh, well, I am, I do another um, podcast, which you guys have both been on, Mm -hmm. uh, Gronya twice indeed, called Drunk Women Solving Crime. So if you really enjoyed the Is Chad Kroger Missing part of this podcast, (laughs) uh, that is the shit that we deal with. It could be a future episode. um, And you've you've got, you've got dates come up in Edinburgh, don't you? We have, yeah. So we're, we're the fifth, to the 14th of August at 8.20 in Edinburgh. We're only doing 10 dates because that is, we have found out, the best way to do Edinburgh. So that's, that's me. Toby, how about you? Well, I will, I will be up in Edinburgh for five days uh, mm-hmm. at the same time while Hannah's up there watching her show, which is the even better way to do Edinburgh. <laughs> no, that I agree with. It. Although I, yeah. might be doing, I might be doing a few five, sad little five-minute slots. That's what we call our sex life, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what a clanger. Um I'm in I'm in Breeders. But is that on Sky, I think? Oh. Yeah. Out in July, I think. <laughs> just a little <laughs> somewhere your agent is screaming. Just, just a little, little Sky sitcom, no worries. And... Little... Nothing, no biggie guys. With the hobbish, no big deal. I'm in Django, uh, which is a western that's coming up on Sky at the end of this year, I think. God, our listeners got loads of places to find you guys. This is great stuff. Hopefully, I've not been cut out. (laughs) You do wear a lovely, a lovely cowboy hat. Oh, Toby, you've got you real Ulysses S. Grant vibe, Toby. I've always thought that. Thank you very much. Was um, I was trying to remember which side he's on. The goodies. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we 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 don't offend people, but. I think you've got a real deep south vibe. Yeah. We're going to go out on a limb there and say, uh, we're a pro Lincoln podcast, okay? <laughs> we're fans of the union. Ooh, if we're going to lose any, if we're going to lose any advertisers over that, so be it. 
<laughs> We'd have to get some first. Okay, thank you so much, guys, oh, for being us. here. Oh, it's been, been a real pleasure. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The way they were. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.